<laughs> so today's topic is um, on being sensitive. On my first day of kindergarten, I oh my gosh, I don't even like thinking about it. I I um, I went to kindergarten with my mom on the first day and I entered this really bright fluorescent lighted room uh, and I sat around this table with like I would say like eight other kids um, and we were all sitting around this table and the teacher was in front of us so I'm assuming the teacher was trying to uh, talk to us and get to know each other um, since it was the first day but me the whole time I was literally sitting like like this on the table and I didn't raise my head um, I remember I glanced like this once to look at my mom who was looking at me through the window um, but throughout the whole thing my head was down on the table in my arms and I remember oh my gosh I remember at the end of the session it went on for so long and at the end of the session my neck was hurting so bad because I had been holding that position for I would say like an hour or more I don't even remember but I even thinking back you know I'm clearly not in that situation anymore but when I recount on that memory uh, I remember how bright the light was and I remember just being surrounded by people that I didn't know and I remember how stressed I was and just really wanting to get out of that situation. I want to introduce this term called highly sensitive person. It's uh, in short, it's called HSP and basically it's um, it's actually quite, it's more common than you would think. It's apparently in one in ten people I believe and these people have heightened senses and when they experience the world everything uh, can seem overwhelming uh, much more easily than it would to a non-HSP. For example, they could have heightened sensory processing so uh, an HSP might need to know uh, what they're getting into before they step into a loud room and they may need to go to another space to kind of cool down if they are in an environment that is very very loud with a bunch of new things happening. For me, um, when I first encountered this term, it kind of like made sense to me because for my whole life I've been very sensitive to emotions, um, just to news that I would hear, uh, to smells, uh, to sounds, but I always assume that everyone experiences a world like that, especially because so many of my friends are also very sensitive people. Um, so if I, if I may give an example of like a tactile trait of an HSB that I've experienced is uh, not liking certain sensations. So if there's a tag on the back of my shirt, like I can't, as a child, I couldn't just keep it on. So my mom had to cut off all the tags. Um, I I hated having wet feet in like socks or like I don't know going in the ocean and stepping on sand and having wet feet that just upset me so much and um, you know it it's hard for me to label myself and say for certain yes I am a highly sensitive person because I also don't fit 
all of the categories uh, or traits that HSB typically has. For example, I like having new experiences and I like immersing myself in new environments, but at the same time, a trait that HSBs have is they do not perform well under pressure. And before I used to think that I did because I would do everything at the last minute. For example, I would procrastinate into an assignment like, like, I don't know, four hours before it's due and I would do a good job, but um now that i think about it like all my past experiences in university and in the workplace i do not work well under pressure <laughs> so if i can share an anecdote with you in um in second year i took well in first year too but in second year i took a chem lab course chem 235 <sighs> first of all i've always hated chemistry labs um, I would have liked it more if I had all the time in the world and it would it, it is quite interesting but chem labs you need to finish an entire experiment in an allotted period of time and you need to be out of the lab by a certain time and you need to finish like you need to do all these like titrations and like uh, I don't even remember what they're called anymore you need to work all these equipment and you need to handle like dangerous chemicals that might that's corrosive to your skin and at the same time you need to like finish this experiment and produce these like crystallized products and at the same time write a lab report I have so much respect to chem students and chem majors <sighs> for me when I have to do all of that in like 2.5 hours my brain just shuts down and I have to struggle to like, okay, what do I need to do? What do I need to do? And as I struggle and as I panic, like the more mistakes I make, I absolutely do not do well under pressure. And those environments are scary because everyone's trying to finish their own thing that there's really no help to you. And the only help there is, is like wandering TAs. But those TAs are the very people who are grading you. And so in second year chem lab, I had this lab tech oh my gosh it, you may know who he is actually uh he always wore like the blue lab coat and he had quite a character and i liked him but in this one lab you know i asked a ta something a, a question that i actually already knew the answer to i just wanted to double check because i was so like anxious and the ta told me something and i misunderstood or there was a miscommunication so when i double checked with the lab tech this guy just grilled me he was like oh like um you're not prepared for this if i was your ta i would fail you like how do you not know the answer to this and he would ask me like he would drill me with questions um uh he would drill me with questions one after another without giving me a chance to think about it and answer he'd be like you're so not prepared for this um and he made it sound like I was so stupid and not prepared for this lab, which was not true. Like I prepared, uh, I prepared a decent amount before every lab, so I would know what I'm getting myself into. So, if you know me, you know I don't like being misunderstood and I don't like being called things that I'm not. So I literally, I, I started crying, and I was. Even after the lab tech left my bench, I was just sobbing and hyperventilating to the point where this other this other student in my lab brought me like a pack of Kleenex. But nobody came up and comforted me, especially because everyone's like trying to busily finish their shit. <laughs> so 
that experience was like honestly so traumatizing it I would never take another chem lab ever again uh but you know like things like that like being easily hurt uh by things that people say to me and um being easily overwhelmed and burned out and um just experiencing every every emotion that exists within a room is tiring we have a new addition in the room hello i should know that there is a difference between being an empath versus being an hsp so uh, being an empath includes being able to feel other people's emotions as if it's their own and apparently some empaths can sense uh the emotions that other people are feeling without even them having to confide in them first which i don't know if i have that superpower um i can notice certain subtleties in people's behaviors and their facial expressions um and kind of guess how they're feeling and oftentimes it's accurate but sometimes it's not accurate but i do think that i kind of gained that ability through um through my experiences as a as a very very sensitive child always observing everyone else so i should kind of give some background when i was little uh ever since i can remember i mean i think the latest i think the most uh earliest memories that i can remember is from when i was like three years old i don't remember but uh i know for sure that once i entered kindergarten uh, I was I was selectively mute so selective mutism is when a child or an adult uh, is mute uh, in certain environments or towards certain people and it's not just like a random oh I'm not gonna talk to this person or this environment just because I feel like it it's it's a product of anxiety and very extreme anxiety so when I was little I uh, since I, it, because I experienced such intense anxiety in environments, um, especially uh, when I had to interact with uh, authoritative figures, for example, teachers or um, kindergarten principals or, I don't know, tutors that would come to my house or, um, I don't know, just adults in general. And this applied to like my peers too, like, I don't know, four-year-old kids, I, I couldn't talk to them. Um, and I only talked to a, a certain close circle of, of family, which was my mom, my dad, my grandparents, my sister, um, and yeah. So being a silent child and not being able to speak up because I felt this like sense of real danger that if a word came out of my mouth, I would immediately be vulnerable and something bad might happen. Um, that... I think helped me in gaining my ability to sense what others are feeling based on how they're acting um and it could be like even subtleties that the person doesn't notice they're doing so it could be like i don't know them doing something with their fingers or like their eyes uh moving certain directions uh i think it gave me that ability to um, be able to tell very easily whether someone's uncomfortable or angry or annoyed or I don't know distracted um, not present etc so having this ability plus being an HSP and maybe being an HSP helped me in developing this ability 
Um, it's very overwhelming to have interac interactions on a daily basis where you're always reading the other person and trying to mirror it and trying to um, like accommodate my personality and my behaviors to make sure that other person is comfortable. And I'm not. I'm sure that I'm not alone in this, and I'm sure that so many of my friends and so many people in general um, experience this burnout when they're conversing. And you know, maybe me being highly sensitive contributes to why I'm so introverted and why I need a lot of alone time and being by myself. Oftentimes, I felt very guilty uh, being so burned out and. Um, especially being an HSP, uh, when you're hanging out with people, oftentimes I have difficulty saying no um, because I worry like, oh, what if this person thinks that I don't like them because I say no to this? Like, of course I love this person and I want to hang out with them, but like I'm tired and I want to go home at the same time, but I can't communicate my needs because I'm so like, I just think about what the other person might feel and that feeling overwhelms me and it makes me feel like I would be hurt if someone else did that to me. And also when it comes to like decision making, like when I go for lunch with a friend, apparently HSBs have very difficult times making decisions over this most minute things. Um, I have difficulty making decisions because I really want to make sure that I make the right decision. And this applies to like when I'm just buying like a when I'm making a choice between like a, a plain bagel or like an everything bagel um, at a bagel store. Like I always want to make sure that I make the right choice so that I don't end up not liking what I order, which will literally like physically upset me. And that would almost ruin my day. Um, and especially when it's with another friend, um, I have a hard time making decisions, especially because I have a difficulty in expressing my own needs and my own wants that I assume that, you know, if I make a decision that's not right for the other person, that person might have difficulty in expressing the fact that they don't like what I suggested. So it's just like a cycle where neither of us can decide and I can't decide because I don't want to impose anything on the other person and it's just like, it's just a mess. Um, so. So I don't know, maybe a tip is like before you go and hang out with someone, just decide on a menu first. I think that's what, you know, me and Roger, whatever we go out and eat, I, I never decide. Like I always narrow down choices and I give them like, okay, these three options are, you know, I already narrowed it down for you. You choose. So I like push off that responsibility. But I think now Roger knows that I, I really can't make decisions and he just makes it for me based on his knowledge of what things that I like and what things I haven't tried yet um, on the menu. It's very difficult to be very sensitive and live a normal life. So it's something that I've been working through, I mean my whole life, but especially these past years as I've immersed myself to these adult environments in university and in the workplace where I need to interact quote-unquote professionally and in certain contexts, um, unfortunately, sensitivity is not viewed as being professional. So oftentimes I've had to remove uh, myself from being sensitive and, you know, feeling urges to cry <laughs> when I'm at the workplace because I don't want to seem like a completely crazy person. I had a meeting with my supervisor and I was tasked with developing this like activity that I would use. Um, as part of my job uh, so I 
I got really creative and I made this like exercise that I thought was quite okay. Um, and, and then I entered the room to have this meeting with the supervisor and I could just tell from her face and like how she carefully phrased her sentences that it it was not what she was looking for. And I mean, I'm open to constructive feedback and I appreciate that I'm able to, um, you know, learn together with other people in my workplace. But just hearing that and like, knowing that it, it wasn't something that she was looking for after I put in a lot of effort in making this exercise uh, really hurt me and I still like think about it sometimes. <laughs> Another example is uh, I worked at a cafe and it was a very fast-paced environment and um, admittedly the, the, the supervisor, the manager actually, uh, they they told me that they didn't really have enough time to train me. So I, I'm a very, uh, I'm a perfectionist and I want to do a whole other podcast on the topic of perfectionism, but I am a perfectionist. So in the workplace, you know, when I'm like cleaning things, I want to make sure that things are clean enough. And also like, I fear that if I don't do a good enough job, um, they're going to pick on me and say, oh, look, it's still, you know, you need to do a better job cleaning. So I really didn't want to be misunderstood as this person that doesn't clean well. And also with my per perfectionism, I really wanted to do a good job and make sure everything's, you know, there's no crumbs anywhere, etc. So that naturally led me to taking more time <laughs> that I need. And, you know, my whole life, I've always been slow, like even in Oh, this is a whole nother story, but even in elementary school, they gave us school lunches at my Korean elementary school, and I would always be the last person to finish lunch, and I was so sensitive to flavors that I would literally want to throw up when eating certain foods, but the teachers wouldn't let us throw away the food, so I would spend hours, like, working at the lunch, and I would cry because I didn't want to eat it, and it got to a point where the older students helping distribute the lunches like told me just put it in your mouth and go to the washroom and spit it out it's okay we'll clean up after you so i've always been very slow and my mom is my mom was on the neurotic side so she wants everything like perfectly organized but at the same time she wants me to do things fast and it's also korean culture like koreans just want to do things fast and have things done fast for them so i always grew up in this environment where oh, so much pressure was placed on me to do things fast but for so many things in my life, I do it at such a slow pace. And that's something that I've been working through. So being in this work environment where I'm always told to be faster and faster, and I'm, I, I have these conversa um, uncomfortable conversations like one-on-one -on -one with my uh, manager in his manager room, <laughs> sitting down and he's like, so how are things? Like, how are you adapting? And at this point, I already know what he's going to tell me, right? So I'm just like, I'm just trying to be chill about it. I'm like, oh yeah, I, I think I've been adapting pretty well. Like, I'm getting better at certain things. The manager goes, um, yes, uh, yeah, you're doing a great job. Um, but I've been noticing, you know, like, I know it takes um, time for you to learn uh, 
but I've been noticing, you know, just small things that like, even if I tell it to you, it wouldn't make sense. But I notice these small things that you do where, you know, you take a long time doing things and there's a balance that you can strike between being fast and doing a good job. And of, of course, I don't want to, like, of course, that was good feedback, right? Like from a, from a supervisor, uh, that is good feedback and it's not necessarily offensive it's just him letting me know what i could do better and him trying to be nice about it but me being so sensitive just every time i went to work i just felt like everyone was watching me and everyone had eyes on me and everyone was seeing if i did things a certain way and i i honestly felt like he was checking to see if there was anything that he could pick on me for doing which like he was a great person he was a great supervisor everyone sorry he was a great manager and everyone loved him uh but it was just my high sensitivity that made me feel hurt at things that i maybe shouldn't have felt hurt over so it's very difficult and i always question myself like why do i need to be this way like i i clearly know that it's not other people's fault that i feel so easily hurt but it's very difficult for me to not feel hurt. And I, I found that um, also, also being an introvert as well, I found that in order to conserve energy and not feel so burnt out around like multiple people, uh, I learned from one of my close friends that um, you don't need to mask and you don't need to mirror everyone just to make them feel comfortable you can just do you so I did that once and I was on this road trip with Roger's friends <laughs> I'm kind of exposing them right now um, anyway I was on a road trip with their friends and I was honestly there was this dude that kept talking to me about his like personal life and to be honest I I, I didn't care but um I I didn't want to be like, oh, I I just want to chill in the car right now. Please leave me alone. Like, I didn't want to be rude. So I just, I was just silent and I didn't respond that much as much as I would to make someone feel comfortable. Um, and the product of that was him calling me emotionally unintelligent and like not warm. And even now he has this like perception of me that I'm this really cold person that can't be empathetic. And you know what like i'm okay with misunderstandings like that at this point i think i've gotten to a stage in my life where i have enough self-confidence and um idea solidified idea of who i am that i i'm not necessarily offended or hurt when people misunderstand me to that degree of extreme <laughs> and it was honestly kind of funny because i know so well that i'm I'm not that type of person that he's trying to frame me as, but if that's how he understood me, then there's nothing I can do about it to change his opinion. So even when I mm, try to protect myself by, you know, acting a certain way, there's always going to be people that misunderstand me greatly and think that I have no sensitivity where in actuality it's the complete opposite. Um, and I think also being in HSB, it's when you hear news going on around the world, uh, for example, recently this past year, you know, with Black Lives Matter, um, 
and also just in general about all the horrible atrocities that happen in the world like all the time it's it's very draining and it when I hear news like that it feels I I feel like a tearing sensation in my heart where it feels like my world inside is crumbling and I just feel so much pain for everyone it's very difficult for me to not cry when I listen to certain news uh, and stories about what's going on and um, I think I think also part of me being plant-based uh, is because I absolutely could not stand the fact that even as I'm talking about it right now I'm I feel like a tingling sensation and I want to cry I cannot believe that there are so many animals like at the second just suffering in slaughterhouses and just like the pain that I imagine when I think of that is it's so like visceral and real to me that I just like I can't even think about it without wanting to throw up or cry um, so there are four highly sensitive people like me and my friends um, emotions are like tsunamis they're not just waves or like tsunamis and I remember <laughs> once uh, I was tripping on shrooms and this one shroom trip uh, it was like uh, it was like the shroom was <laughs> making me uncover my past and I remember as memories uh, flew through my brain I just felt certain intense emotions like um, it would move from like fear to anger to sadness and to loneliness and each time I would feel one emotion it just felt it felt so visceral and it felt like I was embodying that emotion in its entirety like I was fully immersed in it and it was so overwhelming I was like bawling my eyes out and poor Roger had to like support me while he was also tripping <laughs> so so the ability the ability to sense emotions at a depth like that is of course it's a gift like for example if uh, for HSPs art and music and anything creative um, anything that engages the senses that that are meant to you know please is uh is extra sensational and extra deep and extra meaningful for us uh but you know of course with that comes daily interactions where everything just feels so overwhelming it's difficult to think of possible like you know just minimum wage part-time labor that i could do like most of them are in cafes and most cafes are fast-paced and i really don't do well in relationships where there's a power dynamic so if i need to work with a supervisor or like a mentor or like a manager um this is also due to certain traumas that i have regarding uh, uh figures that are that have authority over me but I don't do well in those relationships unless I feel completely safe um, with that person who is uh, my supervisor or my manager or whatever. So it's hard living in a world that is so cruel and cold and harsh a lot of the times and in order to be quote-unquote successful in this world you need to be a go-getter, you need to 
you know, be willing to climb the social ladder and um, be willing to sometimes step on others and exploit others. And of course, that's not the only way to be successful in the world. That's not what I'm saying. Um, but because because there are situations where you need to do that to get the job that you want or to be in a position where you feel secure in terms of you know your financial power or just socioeconomic status um it's very difficult for me to determine whether i need to just suck it and do it or if i should honor my sensitivity and you know, believe in the fact that there will be and there are pathways that I can take that accommodate for my sensitivity and pathways in which my sensitivity is a gift and something that I can bring to the table and benefit myself and others around. I think, um, you know, now, growing up, I was always told that I'm, I'm too, well, at least I told myself that I'm too sensitive because I I had so much hurt and I couldn't blame anyone else for it. it. I mean, of course, there were people in my life that actively hurt me so much and I, I still carry a lot of trauma from that, but there were just things that people said in passing or things that people said with good intention that rubbed me the wrong way and hurt me. And it's it's very hard to navigate the world when you are that sensitive. And also, I don't like when people know that I'm sensitive and they try so hard around me to like censor themselves or um, try to make me feel comfortable by making themselves smaller and limiting what they want to express. I even hate that more <laughs> than feeling emotions overwhelmingly. Um, I wish that I could provide some sort of like insightful advice or insightful takeaway from this podcast but honestly like um until recently i didn't know that hsp was a thing um that it was a trait and that it's normal i always just assumed that it was my fault for feeling things the way that i feel and that it was a lack of maturity and emotional maturity on my part hence why i felt so hurt uh, but i'm now realizing that no some people just like it's completely valid uh and understandable that i feel emotions at such an intense level like i'm not the only one clearly and you know they label hsp it's not meant to differentiate some people from others and say like oh hsps are so special like no as i said before uh hsps are more common than one might think, you know, one in 10, that's pretty common. Um, and two, sensitivity, like it's it's something that you can't really place a moral value on. Um, it's quite literally, you know, you're just more sensitive to uh, sensory experiences or emotions, etc. cetera. Um, being sensitive or not being sensitive doesn't make you a better person. So yeah. Let me know if you think you are also a highly sensitive person. There's a quiz that you can take uh, online. Just Google HSP quiz. Uh, I took it and I got like 23 out of 30 or something. And apparently if you get over 14, it means it likely means you're an HSP. And of course, it's like any other online psychological quiz. It doesn't really 
tell you a truth about who you are fundamentally <laughs> but it's just something fun that you can do and maybe it helps you learn more about yourself and realize that you're not alone being highly sensitive is definitely something that you can live with um something that you can thrive with and it's not something that should set you back or not something that should make you stand out in particular um when compared to your peers um it's just a trait like any other trait and apparently there's also a gene for it that makes you uh, more 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 sensitive i guess um and definitely those in your life can work with you and talk with you to figure out how to create spaces that are comfortable for you and safe for you as a as an hsp so hope this helped uh, especially if you are highly sensitive as well and if you're living with someone who's an hsp or have someone in your family or your close circle who is an hsp and let me know what you think <laughs> let me know if you could relate to anything i said um yeah bye